0: 10th October 2020 marks World Mental Health Day. This comes at a time when our daily reality has changed as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The challenges we have faced in the past few months have been considerable. The excessive fear and anxiety of the unseen virus. Students all across the country adapting to no school or online classes. Limited contact with family members or close friends. And worse still, the loss of livelihoods and loved ones and the strain on healthcare workers. All this has increased our awareness of our mental health and makes it clear that psychosocial support will increase exponentially in the coming months and years. This year's objective for the World Mental Health Day is greater investment in access to mental health care. And Inuka Wellness Kenya is collaborating with us at Living Truthfully to give you mental health support and hopefully make your life better. Inuka is a digital well-being app that is available on WhatsApp, and provides anonymous mental and emotional support through certified coaches on your phone. And all you got to do is chat at any time and anywhere. Now go ahead and get your free session on us at 0770-728-940. 0770-728-940. Chat now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are, welcome to Living Truthfully, the podcast. And uh, I'm excited, happy that you're still here, that you're still listening to me. Makofi Tafalali for yourselves. You're good people, you're good people. And uh, how you doing? What's going on in your world? COVID-19. are you starting to, you know, get back to some sense of normalcy? I'm a, what is normal? What is not normal? What is new normal? Is this COVID even real? Do you, do you walk into a mall and you forget to wear your mask and then people look at you strange? Or are you still in a state of uncertainty? Whatever it is, um, just know, Yanni, life is what you make it. Life is what you, how you interpret the positions that, the the things and the positions that come to you. Um, We might not have a control, might not have control over what life throws to us, but we definitely have control over how we respond to life. And I think that for me is one of the things that I'm starting to learn today. I've had a couple of changes in my recent couple of weeks, and some of them, not things that were planned. Some of them not things that were... I mean, I moved house. <laughs> it wasn't planned. It was uh, thrown at me. For lack of a better term, I was evicted. Well, asked to vacate. That's actually what they did. But it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. And now as I recorded my new premises, uh, my guest even today was like, it's a good house. And talking of my guests, ladies and gentlemen, um... I've told you guys about Newlands, but that's not even why he's here. It's because I spent time with this guy, and this guy uh, just had the most interesting stories to tell. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome with me uh, my friend, my brother, my fellow. Uh, He's one of the parents of my son because we're in a a group of uh, fathers and sons together. His name is Mr. Joseph Kamata, and of course, because of his name, the right introduction to him is.
1: Kamata,
0: Kamata, for Mr. Kamata. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. good salama. <laughs> Karibu. Karibu. Kwangu.
2: Ah, thank you. Very nice place. Um, yeah, as you see, it's a. Blessing in this case. It, it is, isn't a, it? Very good place.
0: From an apato to some grass. Yeah, in and, uh, and compound. An enormous compound, yeah. Imagine. Yeah. It's a, it's a blessing in disguise. Kamata, thank you for coming. Sente. I've been telling these guys about you yeah. in the last two episodes. Well, I've been selling your land, but that's not, the, that's not the reason you're here. You're here because I spent time with you and I realized you have such interesting stories, man. And and what you didn't know, maybe maybe I don't know if you know this about yourself, but you're great at telling stories.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I just tell stories.
0: Yeah, you're you're really good, and then you're a funny guy. Uh, so the Masai's call him Ole Kamara. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really funny guy. But um, I met. I, I think that let's start with when I met you. Yeah. We we have this father son this father son thing called Jabba, mm. and uh, we. we I think when Kanji put us together in our first meeting, you came yeah. and I introduced myself. And Kumbe, you had met some of my people. Yes. Al- along <laughs> Along the way. Along the way. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with who you are today. How would you describe yourself?
2: Well, uh, my father, mm-hmm. of, uh, three children, two mm-hmm. daughters, and a um, son. Um, I run Newlands as my main business. Of course, I've uh, the interests, but uh, that's the main thing that I do. Mm. Um, I'm a Christian and um, I'd like to consider myself as a people developer in the sense that I try to improve the life of every, everybody that I interact with, especially people who I work with. Yeah. People developer. And um, well, I was trained as an engineer, but now mainly. Yeah, doing real estate and a bit of farming.
0: All right. Um, So let's start with, let's start with the story. Let me tell you the story I want to start with. Let's start with the story of how you met your wife. That's a good story. Uh, I, I think it's a really fun story. So I, I remember you telling me something about selling t-shirts.
1: <laughs> oh
2: gosh, I didn't know. I didn't think you would go there. Huh? <laughs> it's,
1: okay. it's a good story. Uh, yeah, yeah, it
2: is. I mean, mm. uh, and it's a true story. And it's a true story. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, maybe I start when I was in campus. Um, I to do screen printing. Mm. And in fact, that's how I paid through my college mm. fees. So I'd print t-shirts and sell mainly in the campus. But I also used to have, you know, uh, customers outside campus. I went to J.K. Ward. Mm. Uh But um, we had this inter-university sort of camp organized by the Baptist Mission, mm-hmm. Buckland Baptist at yeah. Brackenhurst. So that's where I met my wife and uh, she got to know... Well, that time she was just one of the many participants. She got to know that guy from JQR sells t-shirts, and you know, because a lot of people, especially from JQR, were wearing t-shirts written all sorts of things, many Christian messages. Mm. And she ordered. Shortly, she thought it's a good business idea. She would buy t-shirts for me and selling. She was in Ku. Mm. She would sell in Ku, and um, you know, she became my. Uh, you know, sales rep mm. in in Ku. Mm. Um, I was ahead of high in you know in college, so I finished before her. She, and I set up um, a shop, basically a printing shop. You know yeah. where the current Parklands, I mean Nairobi, Nairobi Baptist, Baptist is yes, yes. yes, yes. The, the new sanctuary. Mm-hmm. There used to be offices there, mm-hmm. so you know, I I sublet one of the offices, and mm-hmm. that's where I was operating from. Straight from campus. Straight from campus. Okay. So all I did is just you know sort of made the business a bit more serious as I was looking for a job. Mm. Um, the mindset that time was that, you know, the main job is what I was trained for. So I'm looking for an engineering job. Yeah. But in the meantime, mm. I continue with the t-shirt printing hustle yeah. and a bit of graphic design, doing a bit of cards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she continued to be one of my many... Sales rep. I had another one for main campus. And some other guys mm. doing desta and Catholic University, mm-hmm. and you know, at that time, I think I was also eyeing someone else. I hadn't, you know, we didn't. We we're not in a relationship. Mm. She was just one of my sales rep. But as we did business, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it became apparent of all the people that I worked with. You know, this not only was she organized and all that, but we began to developer liking for each other, mm. and uh, yeah, so uh, we converted the sales lady relationship into <laughs>
0: business partner, <laughs> prayer <laughs> partner, <laughs> and, and yeah,
2: before you knew it, you know, we're going out and uh, proposed.
0: You know, that's such a good strategy. Huh? Well, it wasn't really a strategy; that happened. I know, but now <laughs> I'm thinking about it as a strategy. It's a really good strategy, Bana. It's like I hire them as sales reps. All the potential chicks that you have in your <laughs> life. <laughs> See the one that actually sells. No, <laughs> no I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. No, no, there was a real
2: attraction. I mean, the the performance and everything was was, was secondary. I mean, it is important because, yeah. of course, it it sort of fuels the attraction. But mm-hmm. yeah, as a person, very nice person, and you get to uh, to connect in a different way than mm-hmm. you know all the other mm-hmm. people that you're working with. And you know, you're at that age where you're thinking mm, actually. This this could be somebody I could spend the life, the rest of my life with, and that's more than twenty years ago. Huh?
0: Do you, do you still stand by that decision? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I've met her. I know yeah. she's a wonderful woman. Hey. But I'm just asking you so that. Whoa. Well, we,
2: Apart to say more clearly, need truthfully. We we are now married, uh, you know, nineteen years. Wow. And we dated for more than uh, five years. Wow. before that, I mean, that's uh, I've known her for more than half of my life, and you know, it's 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 a wonderful journey. And I thank God for that opportunity. I think God hooks you up in an in an interesting way. You mm. know, you know. Yeah. I've just gone for a retreat, and from there, sales rep, from there, wife, and you know, yeah, you are.
0: How has her hustle then Mm -hmm. as a campus student Mm. translated into who you two are today? Her sense of entrepreneurship, her organization, um, the things that you saw as, for lack of a better term, talent at the time. Yeah. um, How have that translated to what you two are today?
2: No, that has been helpful because now, whenever, because we've tried a couple of businesses together or even herself. Um, she's employed, but she's she's a real business lady. She mm. sees opportunities, she tries things, we discuss that has been helpful because then um if you have an idea and you share with her, then you can be sure that you can, you know, we mm. can have a meeting point. Mm. As opposed to say, for example, if you're operating with somebody who has no business and then you come up with an idea and they look at you like, uh, you know, have <laughs> this but we, we get to talk a lot. We've tried many things. Some work, some don't work. And even when they don't work, we, being that we have that entrepreneurial kind of um, mind, mm. we, you know, we trudge on and, you know, some, some we're happy about, some we're like, okay, that was a good experiment, didn't quite work, and, mm. and, and we move on. So it, it makes it easier when you're dealing with somebody who is, you know.
0: You know, that's, that's a very interesting conversation because I had. A, con- a similar conversation with a friend on Sunday morning and we were asking ourselves is it important for you to marry someone or be with someone who has who you have common interests with who you can discuss, work, be a shara, your everyday life and they would understand you know, so if you're a corporate she's corporate, you know if you're in entrepreneurship she has a sense of entrepreneurship things like that or is it better, and it's, I guess just a preference, or is it better to have someone who might not be in your, or even interested, in what you do, but is just happy to cheer you on? You do your thing, uh, you know. Me, I'll support you. What, 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 what's your thought?
2: Well, you don't have to be similar, but I think um, there being an element of an appreciation of what you do mm. does help because. Um, you do your thing and they have hands off is not, uh, is not as helpful because this, this is a person, this is the most significant person in your life. Mm. So it does help for them to contribute in your way or even just appreciate in such a way that it's not, you know, do your thing and mm. it's out there. They will, like, for example, in my case, as much as we're both entrepreneur, I think I'm more of a risk taker than she is. Mm. Uh, so she'll ask the right questions. Um, she'll engage me, but in a nice way, in a, in a, in a helpful way, which also helps, maybe, some, for example, maybe tame my. mitigate uh, some miti- of the <laughs> risks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, um, but at the same time, it's in the spirit of, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. go for it, but mm-hmm. uh, think, think about this, think about yeah. that, think yeah. about that. And yeah, and sometimes also ask questions. It also helps that um, she's, she's an accountant.
1: Mm.
2: So that, that, that really, I think for us, it's, a, it's an amazing combination. It's good for the Biashara. It's good for the Biashara. Mm. She has an entrepreneurial spirit on one hand, but she's, she has uh, the accounting training and practice. I mean, to date, she, she works in a farm, So she's able to bring that professional view mm-hmm. and also that um, uh, thing of checking the risk. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Uh, without... Uh, stifling the idea mm. um, so then that, that, that helps keep things in check
0: that is such a gift man yeah. because um, in, in, in one of my previous episodes I think it's a, episode 40 we talk about uh, how women invalidate men you know, and what you're saying is that you have a wife that asks this, the right questions so that you think through the things you might not have thought about without invalidating your idea exactly yeah, dude, you're a lucky guy. Well, I,
2: I must say I am because the opposite can also be very uh, crippling, you know. You have this idea, it's burning, you want to go, and mm. all you get is, uh, you know, discouragement and the many reasons why it wouldn't work. Um, yeah, but in my case, of course, yeah, with the initial reaction when you're asked those hard questions is ah. Uh, but in your own quiet time, yeah. you start thinking, you know, she might be right. Huh? Maybe instead of going at this level, maybe I, I should reduce the, you mm. know, mm. Uh, the, the, the commitment. Mm. Right? So that if it does not work, then yeah. the then, then risk is. And, and it helps. It always helps to have someone who um,
0: uh,
2: looks at it differently, yet not discouraging you,
0: you know. Mm. so it dude you're lucky please take care of her be nice to her today buy her some chocolate or some flowers do something nice for her today man because you're you're lucky I'm sure guys who are listening to this podcast are like wow 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 wow, wow, wow. <laughs> can we send our wives to you for training <laughs> no, thank god um, yeah. no that's a it's, it's a brilliant idea mm. uh, the training I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so you started out as an entrepreneur because you actually started out with a with a, with a business yeah. after you leave Campo.
2: Yes, but uh, you see, this is an interesting bit about that bit. For me, the entrepreneurship was uh, it was a
0: side hustle, was head
2: hustle, and it was a means to an end. You know, you've been trained. You know, so many vijana,
0: you
2: know. <laughs>
0: so,
1: this
2: screen printing, design, mm. graphics those days uh, in the 90s, which was actually, if I had pursued that in itself, is a whole. Yeah, it'd be Ramco. Uh, exactly, exactly. But um, that was a side hustle. That was not what I was told. Uh, I was trained as an engineer, so I was looking for an engineering job or any nearest offer. Mm. So there I am, I'm running a business, I'm employing people after campus, yet daily I'm applying, you know, for jobs, uh, for jobs and looking in the newspapers. Isn't
0: that messed up? I mean, if you think about what our education system has done to us, eh? well, you, 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 you can't, it doesn't validate yeah. that entrepreneurship spirit.
2: No, it it is. It is messed up. Okay, now I'm seeing a bit of change because I'm seeing uh, parents beginning to appreciate that uh, there is more to life than, you know, that straight path of, uh, you know, do education, sign up to a course, get a job that is related to that course, be employed, and now you're successful. I mean, I think we've had many more examples of people who have pursued their passions and have ended up being, you know, successful, whether it's in music or art or whatever. So I think there is a growing appreciation of that side of things. But uh, in our times, and even for many parents now, uh, there is still that uh, mindset of you haven't gotten a job until you get a job. For example, now I was uh, I was okay, you know, financially I was okay. But I uh, used to get that question from my parents and even from uh, some of my relatives, you know, you know, when are you gonna get a job?
0: You're working, <laughs> but I, I hear you. I hear you. Even I had, uh, you know, I had, I had to go through that that whole cycle for, you know, do I could have done business a lot earlier. Yeah, but I needed a job. Yeah, and I wanted a job in advertising. I wanted a job in in media. So I went
2: looking for it. Exactly. And um, the the downside of that is that then you don't give the hassle your all. Mm. Because you you have this temporary mindset of I'm um, doing this in the meantime as I'm looking for a job. In fact, in my case, it was quite sad because I how I got my first job, this is another story I didn't tell you. So I'm running this uh, enterprise, printing T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other side of me is that I, I do have a natural talent for design and all yeah. that. So i do the designs by hand, mm-hmm. then go to town. You know those cyber cafes that used to be yeah, there? yeah go to a guy, he does it on computer, page maker those days, and Coral Draw. Mm-hmm. And then now have it translated into a negative and into a screen. Yeah. And then I thought that bit used to take a lot of my time and a lot of my money. So I needed to buy a computer. Mm-hmm. Those days computers were expensive. Yeah. And uh, there's a company that used to advertise in the newspaper called Diamond Systems. They used mm-hmm. to have Uh, Computers on higher purchase.
0: Mm I actually don't know. My other friend used to work there. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Okay. So I went to, I I wanted to go and see Harun Washira. I Mm -hmm. I knew that my uncle knew him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I called my uncle and said, you know, I want you to take me to Harun Harun Washira and I I talked to him Mm -hmm. so that they can give me a computer on higher purchase so that I can reduce my cost of, you know, uh, design bureaus and the time that it takes to go to town to have my designs done. So uh, we sat down, we, we, you know, he secured a meeting with the uh, MD uh, of Diamond Systems at the time. We, I told him my story and uh, what I want to do with the computer. And him being an entrepreneur, he could see the opportunity. Mm. And now the story changed. He told me, okay, yeah, that sounds very good and what you're doing is fantastic. How about we hire you because you seem, you know, you're a trained engineer, you're doing this business. We have so many computers here. You don't even have to buy a computer from us. Mm-hmm. You come, we have a position for, I think, a service manager or something like that. Uh, we don't mind you doing your side hustle. You can use any computer you want, but you feel this position. Uh, talk about Queen Box. Tap-tap. So my dreams of owning a computer, running my business, and remember I'm looking for a job. Eh? Yeah. So that mindset again. Yeah, already. That yeah. Hey, job image present. Imagi- mm.
0: <laughs>
2: so yeah, I accepted I the offer. Not knowing, I mean, because that was my first mm. employee job. Knowing, yeah. Not knowing that once you've signed on the dotted line and yeah, you're <laughs> you're, you're,
0: you're, you've sold your soul,
2: <laughs> you know, you soon discover you. You answer to the terms and references mm-hmm. of what you've been employed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I left one of my friends to run. They said, "Asshole!" You know, I'll be coming to check on him. But of course, it's not the same. Right? Yeah, uh, it soon died, and of course, you also realize, despite having all these computers in the company, you don't have the time mm-hmm. to, to to do, do your, your designs design. and yeah. doing that. And now you have deliverables, mm-hmm. which is what you're measured on. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, the the side died. And so I got into the employment uh, train.
0: Tra- that, that track for that employment. track.
2: Because now the next thing you do is you start thinking of looking for the next job. Or the next job looks for you. And, you know, start um, company hoping and uh, begin to think about building a career.
0: Yeah. You know, that's... I wish people knew. <laughs> But anyway, I think these. I, I think jobs are important. Jobs are important because they they also teach you things that you would never learn, uh, and it'd be probably too expensive for you to learn if you did them as an as an entrepreneur. Um, and I keep saying I tell I tell people jobs will give you a network, jobs will give you credibility, they'll give you a salary, they'll give you training, um, and those are things you'll never be able to get from from anywhere else unless you're. I I don't. You'd have to start. Very high.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, I know you went up the corporate ladder. You, you know, job-hoped. You got to work for some pretty good companies. Uh, I'm going to mention two. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to mention the the fridge company. (laughs) Yeah, Frigurex, yeah. Frigurex. Yeah. Uh, Because there's a story there. Yeah. But at at the height of your career, this I think these two, Figurex and UNICEF, were like your, your, your top.
2: Well, yeah. But even the last one was exciting. The... The company that I worked for, uh, Tanalek in uh, Tanzania. It's a Kenyan-owned company, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was also quite exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you, you, you mentioned in your story, you tell me, you, you tell me a story about how you, when you went to Tanzania, you came back on a promotion.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, tell me that story.
2: Well, that's a story with many stories. <laughs>
0: with many stories, but anyway, you're, you're, here you are at you know in a career path that's working well. Yeah, yeah, we yeah.
2: I think I, I should start with how we went into Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, this Kenyan company bought um, uh, a company that was owned by ABB in uh, Tanzania, and uh, they got a couple of us Kenyans to go and assist, uh, you know, with um, bringing out the best out of that company. And indeed, I mean. We the team that uh, the, the the Kenyan board was able to put together really helped
0: um, what did Tanalek do?
2: We the main product they do is transformers. They make distribution transformers for um their you know, utilities in eastern central Africa. So
0: like the transformers for power.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, okay. like Kenya Power would be one of their customers. Mm-hmm. So really, are utilities in the countries. Mm-hmm. For example, for me, I was responsible for nine, for eleven countries. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, in fact, our big, biggest clients were Uganda, mm-hmm. uh, Malawi, Kenya, and uh, Rwanda. You were a big deal. Well, it was. It was. It's quite an interesting. Uh, job and that's
0: tri- that's his modest way of saying that's a big <laughs> deal <huh? laughs>
2: well the, the, you know and seeing africa and it's mm-hmm. a, uh, traveling in all these countries and uh, uh, selling to both the utilities and uh, private sector yeah. so the main product is transformers and then there's something called switch gear mm-hmm. uh, which 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 we assembled and manufactured and sold from arusha mm-hmm. yeah so that's i was taking care of the commercial side of
0: Bit, you know the, mm. the fat title corporate planning and commercial manager <laughs> yeah and it was
2: working well and for for us i think what was amazing is how from how it used to operate under uh, abb because it was 70% abb and 30% government through ndc mm. Um, how how NDC we, is what yeah, is National Development a, Company in you yeah. know in, 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 in Tanzania
0: using all these uh, <laughs> acronyms as guys are NDC would be N'Doma and Doma, yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah we I mean we're able to transform in terms of production you know we were able to more than double uh, the number of transformers we're making in a year. Wow. Um, the sales went, I mean, the revenue went up. So we're doing very well, uh, extremely well. And we had plans to even do better mm-hmm. because, well, distribution transformers or the whole area of, um, electrical distribution in Africa is one area that has, that needs a lot of investment and needs a lot of development. So the opportunity mm. is huge. Mm. Um, so yeah, we we were doing that. Uh, that, that was really my, my last job. And, uh, Talking about your question on how I came back to Kenya. So in the midst of all that, you know, uh, success and things looking good, one opportunity was um, available. I was, you know, made aware of an opportunity in Nairobi to come back and uh, the group that owned Tenelec was looking to consolidate, mm. or, or, you know, what they were calling the power sector. Mm. So I was coming back to to sort of head that transformers, cable, and you going to cables, be a KGM projects. or MD of sorts—you <laughs> were going to be the don. <laughs> well, to run uh, like a A arm, of the business, of yeah, the business, yeah. yeah sure, that's how I came back sure, to right. Nairobi.
0: How did that work? For people
2: who've worked um, away from the headquarters, there's normally this thing that is unsaid of headquarters versus machinani yeah. or headquarters versus outpost <laughs> yeah. yeah so while you might be doing well in the outpost and you're the golden boy and the shining and all that yeah i think most of the headquarters guys would like it to stay that way
0: Stay there? Stay there. Saksiduco.
2: Saksiduco. Yeah. Don't come, here. <laughs> Don't come here. So you know, when you come back to your head office, um, and of course you come back you come in with the same energy and you know, are mm. uh, trying to figure your way out. And then you find these these guys have worked together and they have your own mm. uh maybe you know dynamic dynamics, as, including that position being eyed by a couple of the people that you're supposed to, yeah. to be working with. And yeah. so, so you come and find uh, it's not the same environment that you've been working in. Mm. And, uh, so for example, to give you uh, how, how that looks like, you have a meeting, you map out what you think uh, right. you should do, and guys in the meeting seem to support it and yeah. contribute. But then other meetings happen after the meeting. Mm,
1: so the,
0: the important ones. <laughs>
2: and uh, in the next review, yeah, things have changed and you're thinking uh, what's happening. Mm. And then also it doesn't help in the African context that uh, in these boards, yeah, alignments and relationships and things like that, mm. which, which you have to. So you get into not a position, uh, not a real corporate position, you get into a Political position yeah. unknown to yourself you're mm, thinking yeah. i'm just here to do a job, uh, and I mean soon you realize that yes yes so you, you,
0: you,
2: you start realizing this job is more than just uh, the technical bit or what the j d uh, says
0: you know? so so did you leave or were you
2: let go of it? Uh, it became uh, a game of chess. Okay? You realize here there's no future but who's going to pull the trigger? Do you call it quits or do you wait to be to be let go? To be let go. So you get to a point where it's almost like an amicable thing of you know this thing, eh?
0: So let's check shake, let's shake on, let's, let's on it. Let's check on it. So I mean that that's terrible hmm. in terms of how that worked out because coming back was meant to be a promotion. Yeah. And then you come back into this environment. How, how long was that period between when you came back and when you had to leave?
2: It was about four months. Yeah.
0: You no, know, everything, the, the house of cards, so to speak, falls yes. in, in four months. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And four long months. Yeah. yeah. It's four, and, and you've been working maybe for four or five years. Yeah, I've done, done five years. In you're you're uh, doing very see. well. Oh. You know, the, like you said, let me tell you what people don't realize, and I, I know a lot of my listeners are in in that category where they grow. Um, where you're growing in your career, mm. the truth is, the higher you go, the less technical your job is. The yeah. mo- the higher you go, the more it is about managing stakeholders. My 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 political science teacher who ended up being part of the guys who wrote the constitution. And I only attended one, one, one semester of a political science class to fill in some quota of courses I needed to do. <laughs> but it was the best thing I ever did. Man. Yeah. He, he, he explained to us that what a polity is. So if you're in a village yeah, and that village has one source of water that resource that you're using for, say, feeding the cattle, washing clothes, cooking, all the things, farming, all the things that you need the water for, that resource makes that group of people that um, depend on it, they're called a polity. Mm. Because it's a community that depends on a resource. Now, the system that manages that resource Whatever you agree, that, you know, first the women chota water in the morning Mm -hmm. because it's fresh for cooking. Then, you, the ones who are cleaning come second and clean and then the farming goes and then the animals come last. Whatever your process is, that system is politics. And the management of that system is now done by what you call a politician.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: okay. Now, why this is important is because the higher you go in the corporate ladder, the closer you get to the resources. True, and so at the moment where you start making decisions about resource allocation, yeah, you must realize that you're a politician and your technical skills, though they got you there, yeah, are not what is going to keep you there, yeah.
2: And now a word from our sponsors.
0: Moving house can be a daunting task even for a bachelor like me, who has little to move. Actually, it's especially daunting for a bachelor like me because cleaning. That's why when I needed to move this week to a new home that had been commercially used and had been vacant for over two months, I knew I had to call in the experts. Parapet cleaning is the leading Cleaning and allied solutions provider in Eastern Central Africa. They have been in existence for 22 years. Currently providing services in Kenya, Uganda, South Sudan, and Rwanda. I called them in, and boy, did they clean! Their home spring cleaning product. It takes about eight hours of deep cleaning, making sure all nooks and crannies are cleaned. I'm now recording from the comfort of a clean and almost sterile environment in my new home. Thanks to their professional and very friendly. Oh, have I told you about their detailed car cleaning? It takes about seven hours of interior and exterior detailing to bring the car to its almost showroom look. <laughs> yeah, they did that for my very old moti a couple of months ago. Give them a call today on 788 or email on info at parapetcleaning.com. Thank you at Cleaner Strauss, cleaner number one for hooking a brother up. Now I hear you also do gardening and landscaping. <laughs> See my garden. <laughs> am, I, am I pushing it? Is your team performing like a Formula One team? Because it should. It should be high performing and with great precision. After over 13 years of building teams for some of the biggest companies in Kenya and Uganda, I have developed the ultimate team building thought process named Pit Stop. Now this process will help your team build trust, become innovative and increase performance. Now, if this sounds like the team you want to work with, even with the challenges brought in by COVID-19, shoot me an email on amanimaranga at gmail.com and I will work at bringing your team to performing like a Formula One team. And now, back to our story. Because the higher you go in the corporate ladder, the closer you get to the resources. True. And so, at the moment where you start making decisions about resource allocation, yeah, you must realize that you're a politician, and your technical skills, though they got you there, yeah, are not what is going to keep you there.
2: Yeah. And I think that's what most um, guys, when they grow up in a career, that's why. It's, we we get confused when you get that. Mm, Especially mm. for us who are technical. Yeah. Because you've, you've shown because you're good at your job. Yeah. But then now suddenly the skills that got you there are not the important skills. They're not the
0: important skills. Yeah. It's because now your job is managing people. Yes. Your job is not the technical. And remember
2: now you're not You probably have been managing people at a lower level, but these are people who report to you, exactly, and who even technically you probably have an upper hand. Mm -hmm. You can tell them what to do, or you can engage them at a technical level, and you solve solutions. You know, uh, whether it's uh, you know those transformers or Mm switchgear or Mm -hmm. some some Mm -hmm. some solution that Mm -hmm. needs to be given. But now you're you're dealing with uh, at your level, you know, GMs of other departments, Mm -hmm. MDs of Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. companies. You know, and they also have their their people, their, their people, mm. uh, their chiefdoms. Uh, you know, it, it becomes it's, a, it's different a different ballgame. game. Yeah.
0: And I think what I think what organizations fail at, and and this I know it's a digression, but it's because I'm having these conversations with a few of my friends, who are growing up the corporate ladder, and they're finding that they're finding it difficult, they're finding it hard to adjust to their new roles. Yeah. Because they are holding on to the skills that they had in their previous roles. But those skills are not what's needed up up here. Mm. Up here, you need a whole new, it's leadership. Yes. And leadership is about people, it's about stakeholder management. And because you're close to resources, you're a politician. You must just accept it. Yeah. You're a politician. You have to manage the polity <laughs> and the resources and the system and everyone who has an interest in that resource. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, so, so. It's, it's
2: terrible, but it's true. It's true. I mean, and for my case, you know, I was pushed out before I could, you could uh, learn I mean, that, ma- lesson. that uh,
0: politics. So, bro, you've gone through this wonderful career. Yeah. And um, now you've been edged out. What do you do? Well,
2: um, the beauty about, you know, it's good that we started this conversation with my entrepreneurial past. Yeah. Because um, obviously as the things play out after your promotion and you've been given this big office in Nairobi Mm. and things are good, um, you quickly realize this thing is not what I thought. Mm. And you try and look at how, uh, you know, the politics is playing out. And you can see a real possibility of this thing imploding or exploding. Yeah, yeah. So you begin to brace yourself. Uh, and the, for me, for example, what I did is you would start thinking, you now start digging deep into yourself and thinking, you know, uh, in the very likely event that this thing crashes, which is uh, very likely. It's, it's likely to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, 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 you know, what, what are my options? Mm. And um, what, Happened. I mean, of course, when I got the job I'm back early in my career, and I stopped the printing business and started growing. Along the way, when I worked for UNICEF, I got another opportunity. You know, I moved from this very busy corporate when I was working for Frigorex, frigorex Glass, mm-hmm. and then went to the UN. And I didn't know that there are places where you don't work on a Friday afternoon. So that was a opportunity it, for me. It's like
0: Kampo. If it's Friday, you're done.
2: So all of a sudden, I had this Friday afternoon free. And um, one of the things I thought to do, oh, this will be a good time. I've always wanted to own a piece of land. Yeah. And uh, what lacks is the time to mm. scout and see places mm. and that. And there are kind of a couple of places that I've had uh, sort of eyed. Mm. And I started looking around. I started using that Friday, Friday afternoon, afternoon to, 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 to check out places. And one of the places I checked was um, Siokimao. Mm. That time, by the way, was just grassland. Eh? Mm. There was nothing. It was bush. Remember, um, the Mombasa Highway yeah. was one lane. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about they're going to, after airport, yeah. it was one lane. Yeah. So they were talking about uh, dual yeah. lane. They had already started marking Lolongo uh, houses. and yeah. But because of the history of this country, people thought that was just... It was never going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. It was just uh, talk. Mm. Um, but somehow, you could see there was a seriousness to it. That was, um, I would say what, 2004? Uh, yeah, around there. 2004, 2005. Um, so yeah, as I was scouting, I found, I found some land. Uh, I was looking to buy a quarter of an acre to build mm. because that's what was selling at the time. So Kimo was like the new place yeah. coming up. Uh, so when I found the place, they had several plots. Mm. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to, and I was looking for a place to settle, mm. if I'm going to buy a, a place and build,
1: mm.
2: probably it would make sense for me to get a few friends of mine mm. And interest them, so they buy around me. So you build a community. You build like a I community. Yeah. So yeah, thought up a few guys and uh, managed to convince uh, to convince three guys. Mm-hmm. They came, looked at the place, and they liked it. We talked to the guy, we agreed on a price, and uh, because we were all working, we met the guy on a, on a Saturday. Mm. So the place, we all liked it. We went selected. So I mean, Tchui, this one will take this. They said, okay, can we meet next Saturday mm. to make this deal? Mm. And the guy said, "No problem. We'll wait for you guys." Um, shook hands. When we came down the next Saturday, them mm-hmm. they said, "Guys, I've got good news and bad news." Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news is that you, Kijana, me, because I'd seen him before. I brought mm-hmm. this friend of mine. Mm-hmm. The good news is you, Kijana, you'll get your plot. The bad news is that uh, these other three guys will not get. So ask him why. So there's a guy came here where uh, he asked we. Told him the price. We tried to increase it by fifty thousand so that he can go elsewhere and look because mm. I think that at the time the plots are going for three fifty. Mm. So they told him four hundred thousand for a quarter acre in mm. hoping he, as he shops around, he'll find that they actually go for mm. three fifty. So he went away. He didn't say anything, but he says in the, the afternoon of the next day, mm. in the morning, you remember those Malboro? Marlboro
1: bags, uh, yeah. green
2: yeah, yeah. uh, paper bags. Malboro. guy <laughs> came, came with one point two million. <laughs> and told him, <laughs> Wow. So he told me, he told us, so you three guys you will not get, but you will get. So I told him no. And of course, the guys, I felt like David, and his, yeah. his, his fighting yeah, he's fighting man. He's, he's mighty man. He's mighty man mm-hmm. because. The guys were up in arms like, us guys have applied loans. You mm. told our mm. wives. Mm. In mm. fact, yeah. we told them, we we're all young. They yeah. just got married. So yeah. they were excited. They told their wives they're coming to buy their first property. Yeah. So they said, no, I mean, you can't do that to us. We already applied loan. Nini, The money is there. there. Is there. So told them, not to worry. I won't take this one. I'll look for another place where I can get yeah. enough for us to fit. So, being that, remember, I have a Friday afternoon. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So at the time, um, I managed to scout a lot in Sekimao, And unfortunately, I was not able to find uh, divided, subdivided land that could fit us. Mm-hmm. But I was fortunate to find five-acre piece. Because Sekimo is all divided into five-acre parcels. The mm-hmm. whole of Sekimao mm-hmm. is just blocks of five acres.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and at the time, the whole five acres was going for five million. And now when we met the, these guys, we used to meet on Wednesdays. Mm. I told them, guys, I've got some good news for you. I didn't find just four plots. I found five acres, which if we subdivide, we'll get 18 plots. So yeah, we have 18 plots.
1: They <laughs> <I> said, no.
2: <laughs> we thought you are mad, but now we've confirmed you are. <laughs> because, you know, uh, what does that mean to us? So how much mm. is that? So before they are going to chat, Three fifty thousand each. Now I'm telling them to a million million each. They're like, no way. I told them no. That's this is a deal. We are going to have eighteen plots. Four already sold to Mm. us. Mm. So our problem is only fourteen plots. Mm. I came as one and convinced you three in a very short time. Can't you all convince three or four people? So we had a very interesting discussion Mm. because they said, no, look, that was not the deal. That's. We're just going to buy plots. As yeah, no,
0: guys, are just looking for a plot where we can invest something for our family.
2: <laughs> now, you're telling us to get a million, or you're telling us to get our friends. I told them, No, this is a deal between the three of us. We have already a million. The deal for the five million for the five acre is mm. we put a million down, and the balance is 90 days. Mm. So, we already qualify. So, what we do is we sign on this deal, get the five acre, mm. subdivide it. Put the five million down and the one million down, and we have ninety days to find friends and relatives <laughs> who are going to take.
0: The f F F. It's called <laughs> fools, friends and uh, friends, relatives, no family. Yeah. Friends, friends and, and fools. fools. Yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, you no. know, we should be able to sell. And my belief is that if I could convince you three,
0: I could convince others. I could convince others.
2: Yeah, we had very interesting conversation because some of them. I remember one of them telling us, telling me, I'm not a salesman. Don't tell me to sell anything. I've never sold an onion in my in my life, so Mm. Mm. I'm not getting into sales. I said, "Okay, fine. I'll make you guys a deal. We sign up. We pay the the million, and then we will make a meeting somewhere. Mm. You invite your friends, and I will talk to them. Invite anybody that you can. Mm. So there used to be a place called Kingdom Business. It is a Mm-hmm. Another place, uh, place uh,
0: down, down the road, uh, Ngong Road. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm.
2: So Kabari Network, Kabari Road, yeah, Net road. Mm. yeah, I knew the guys who were running the place, yeah. so I asked them if they could hire the place mm. for a small fee. They agreed, and then they said for it's us a so, nice meeting place, man. Yeah. Right? clever. For mm. a certain man, amount, mm. we'll give you not only the place, we'll give you tea and mandazi. Ah, nice. So, told the guys, this is a deal. Call your friends, call your relatives, them, yeah. call my friends. Me, I'll preach my heart out. Yeah. By that time, we've already put in the dump. So it's the train is moving. eh? Yeah. Now, one of the play things that these guys used to to beat me about was like, remember, it's their first deal eh? Mm. ever. Mm. So they put in their three fifty. Yeah. So we put a million, and they're like, "You mean if we don't make it, we're gonna lose lose a million? (laughs) Uh,
0: A million, no land." (laughs) I said, "Well." Uh, not
2: necessarily but uh, yeah that could that's a possibility possibility. (laughs) no one wants to hear that but But to make it not possible Mm. that's why you must invite your friends and people you know that would be willing to and remember you're also participants you're buying so bring you guys that you think can be your neighbors you know um, people who cannot only afford but can be your neighbors so yeah we did that and uh, on that nice Saturday morning I mean afternoon We got, uh, I think we had 22 guys. Uh There I was, I told the guys, this is the plan. Uh, And we we even made it better. Remember it was going for 350? Mm -hmm. So we said, no, Uh, rather than just sell it as open land, like everybody was Mm -hmm. doing, Mm -hmm. we're going to make it Mm 400,000. And uh, with that 50,000, we're going to put a fence around. Mm -hmm. We're going to put the roads and we're not going to sell 14 plots. We're going to sell 12 plots. Two, we're going to live one as a common, like a playground, Mm. and one as a common utility place where Mm. we're going to put a caretaker. So so that, you know, it's a nice community. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's what I presented to the people. And guys liked it. And we told them it's 400,000. You put 200,000 deposit, Mm. pay the balance in 60 days. Remember, we have 90 90, days? Yeah. Now, this was an amazing thing. And that's why I'm giving these stories because that's how, when now, uh, the things begin began to be thick. Yeah. In my new promotion. Yeah. This story came back because um, this this was happening in 2006. Mm-hmm. Talked to these guys, and now we had another problem. Mm-hmm. We we're too successful. Remember, we we're selling. We trying to sell twelve plots. Yeah. We've gotten twenty two people to come. Yeah. And we've put in the word out. Mm. These are the plots. These are the numbers. This is the guy to talk to. Yeah. Book, put your 200,000, talk to this guy, Mm. and choose the plot that you want. Now, by the end of, uh, I think, two or three weeks, we had run out of the plots, and we had guys calling to say, So
0: these guys, you've already sold your plots, you're finished.
2: Finished. Mm -hmm. And to make even matters better, some guys would say, Look, I'm getting my money from the circle, they're giving me the whole 400K. Mm. So this business of giving you 200K and then uh, no, no, uh, 200K.
0: I'll give you 500K, we finish. Yes.
2: So what did we do? The guy we, who was selling to us that had given us 90 days, mm. Zamze, actually was very surprised. He wanted to see us and he was saying, hey, what's Vijana to up, what's Because he knows people wait out of the 90 days yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and probably even ask for more. Mm. And we called him, I think on the 45 or something. We mm. like said, hey, boss. We have your money. We want to pay you. Give us a title. So we—that's what we did. Because I mean, guys have paid mm, us. Mm. We got the title. We got it transferred into the company. In fact, even the whole thing about some of these things we were discovering on the way. Yeah, we are four guys. We are buying land. How do we register this? Yeah, yeah. This land into who are we? Who are we? Yeah. We so even thought of putting uh, the you know the normal mm. and uncreative African way of coming yeah, up with like K- a company name L-
0: Kamata Maranga. Yes, it was Kamara. Ka- it was supposed to be <laughs>
2: Kagagigi. <laughs> 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 but uh, anyway, we were more creative than that. So we, I think, we registered it in the name of the, the number of the title yeah. or something like that yeah. quickly, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we had a company. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were just looking for plots to build. Eh?
0: Yeah, just for us. This for us. Yeah.
2: Now, so all of a sudden, we had a company. Mm-hmm. And then we had people waiting. Because, of course, these guys. Like I told you, I was feeling like a David. Because these guys came back to us. And My aunt, I went to told her ah, this story. She's gone. She's found the money. She wants the plot. She's come to me. I told her, they're finished. She told me she don't want to hear that story. Mm. She told me, find me land. So I told them, no problem. In my scouting, I saw many five acres.
0: Yeah, I can get a second. <laughs> I can get a second.
2: <laughs> and yeah. We did a second. We did a third. We did a fourth. And then this job in uh, Arusha showed up. Yeah. Again, they thought, okay, uh, the UN mm. period is over. I need to move on.
0: Back to corporate.
2: Back to corporate. Uh, I had a word with my boys. Mm. Do you guys want to go on with this? But now it has now become a business. And yeah, it was, it yeah. was also... Yeah, making some profit. Yes. And of course, so what happened with that kind of business they there was initial, you're, you're satisfying the, mm. the, the, the ninos, the people who are on the waiting list. Yeah. But progressively it becomes more difficult. Now it gets to a point of now you're looking
0: yeah, for customers
2: for customers yeah. to be other because you have half of the last face. Yeah. 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 And then but that time now, we also thought, okay, fine. Maybe we should take a break, especially now that I was moving to, to, to Russia. To yeah. Mm. yeah, so we, we packed it. I went, I did five years in Arusha. I forgot about this land business. And uh, when things now, just coming back to the story of mm-hmm. how yeah. things were panning out. Such a up, good story, yeah. When things now began to look like this politics is, is looking very interesting. Mm. Because the challenge with corporate politics is sometimes you don't even know, uh, you know, who you're working with. Yeah. Or who's for you, who's, who's, against, who's against you. you yeah. And like you said, as you go higher. You're not only dealing with your... It's your, politics. The colleagues, you, it's also ha- you also have board members. Mm. Stakeholders. Stakeholders. Mm. And, and remember, this was even a listed company. So, oh, wow. it's, it's, mm. so that stakes are high. that high. Mm. So you, when you realize this thing, and of course you start thinking yourself, do you brace yourself and start Position yourself for the politics, mm. or do you start looking for where the exit uh, windows mm. and doors? Mm. So I was in that position, and of course, now you remember a business you had. Back. Yeah. yeah, so I called up the guys and said, Hey guys, this is what I'm thinking. Um, they had moved on, they had moved on, and mm. uh, so I told them, Look, um, if you guys are not uh, interested, what I'm gonna do, I'm not gonna. Pick the name I'm going to go to pick that business as it is yeah I'm going to do the same business, but I'm going to register a different a different company yeah. but I mean for the sake of transparency and you know just knowing I needed you guys to mm. to, to know that first it's
0: like a first right of refusal yeah
2: first yeah. right of refusal I' want to do this are you in or not yeah they all said uh you know they were, they were doing whatever they're doing in their corporate or mm. in other businesses, and they were i think they had packed that as. Uh, you know, another period yeah. that, that had passed for them. So, yeah, that's how Newlands came about in 2013. And uh, so when we eventually, when I was eventually told, you know, hit the mm-hmm. road. <laughs> <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even hesitate. I already had mm-hmm. enough time to think about it. And, in fact, the first people to talk about, to, to were those guys that we had... Uh, sold to. Mm. By then, some of them had even built in the places that we sold
0: wow.
2: in uh, Siokimao, So they were settled. So if I'm telling them, look, the next frontier is Isinya or Kitengela or Juja mm. or Narok. In fact, talking about Narok, that's how the whole idea of Narok came about. Selling farmlands. Five, or the 5 acres, The oh, yeah, 5 acres. Yeah, farmlands. Yeah, yeah. Because some of my older clients... Told me, look, I got my Syukimao plot mm. I've built. Mm. I've since also gotten something, I don't know, in Kamulo or somewhere else. Mm. Fifty by hundred. Now I'm looking for a place to farm. Mm. Can you get me some substantial piece of land? Piece of land. So we tried several places and eventually landed in Narok. Narok because one, there's a very strong farming infrastructure mm. support. Mm. I mean, in Narok today. If you walk through the road, you're looking for a plow, for a tractor, for example, to yeah, plow. Yeah, you don't even have to know anybody. Just, just go maybe into Lele or any of those little towns. Yeah, there will be several trucks for hire
0: available. Available. Yeah. Will I ask tr- for transport. Yeah, ask Oquap- for transport. Or yes. Dago. Yes. Yeah. yes.
2: I mean, today if you go to Lele, that's what you'll see. You'll see <laughs> tractors for hire. You'll see a bowser. You'll see a sprayer. You'll see a combined harvester. Ah. So, so, the infrastructure support is very good. Yeah. And with that, also because of all the farming that happens in and around Narok, even the companies that do farming,
1: mm-hmm.
2: name any company that is into farming support, like in a G North, yeah. uh, Amiran, anybody, mm. they are all in Narok in one way or another ah. through their own companies or, or agents or, agent or something. So much so that even guys like John Deere mm-hmm. actually have a showroom. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, Wow, <laughs> uh, FMD from 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 machinery yeah. guys, they have they have a showroom. It's it's that strong. So yeah, after looking around, we found Narok to be the place that is easy to support a farming uh, enterprise. Um, and then uh, you know it's near, the road is good. Mm. I mean, Narok is a place you go in the morning and in the evening you're back to Nairobi if mm. you're operating from mm. Nairobi. Mm. Um, and then of course the whole thing about uh, tourism and mm. Masai Mara and all that. So, mm. if it's not farming, you can still have your big parcel. Probably do your farming to just satisfy yourself, but you have the whole other area that you can
0: you can get into. Get into do other things. No, you're such a salesman. You've already started selling narok. No, no, I'm making fun of you. But, <laughs> I'm uh, just telling but, you the journey. How interesting! It's such a good journey, and, and for me. Now looking at what uh, twenty thirteen mm. till now, yeah, um, which is seven years now. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask you how much land you. sold. Well, maybe I should ask how much yeah. land have you sold? Yeah. <laughs> you, okay, yeah. but let me ask how many people. Yeah. Do you, do you know how many people you've sold land to? Whoa,
2: they're huge. Uh, well, uh, it's it's more than 150.
0: 150 people.
2: Yeah, we, I'm just going through by, by our, like, uh, what we call our customer list or yeah, data yeah, list. Uh, yeah. It's, it's probably more than 50, ranging from uh, uh, 50 by 100 to 20 acres to, and, I mean, yeah, 150, including also people who've come to us mm. because they need to offload. Because mm-hmm. we also do that. Yeah. Uh, and that's how business mutates. Eh? Mm-hmm. You find a guy who, you've sold them land, they're happy, you they're happy with what you've done for them. They say, "Hey, by the way, our family
0: is looking to a flood uh, some to, piece of land." Yeah, yeah. Which reminds me, I have a couple of pieces and food <laughs> to flood as well. <laughs> they're not mine; they're for other people. But we'll talk about that. Okay. Would you, you, when you got back into this thing mm. after your job has ended, and you start new land now, did you know that this was it, or ilikuwa <laughs>
2: No, now that's a good question because remember, this is second chance. Yeah, I had the printing chance, yeah, where I was in uh, Shingopande. Shingo or yeah, uh, yeah. look now. This, 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 and I, I was sure, I was so sure that actually I did get offers for jobs, for jobs soon and after. You refused, yeah, soon after, mm-hmm. and two, two, twice actually. One, I was tempted to go to the for the interview, and mm, I did, mm. um, mainly because I think one of the guys who had called me is a guy who knew what had happened in yeah. my last job and thought, hey, I had you, you know, you left. Ends doubt. Yeah, mm. d- would you like, would you, would you be willing to look at this opportunity? And I went for the interview, and this was the funniest interview because mm. there were three guys, mm. fairly good guys, and we talked and what I could do, what we could do, and the golden question, oh, so, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I had to be honest. I said, guys,
0: I think I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't want this job. <laughs> Thank you. I came for I came the interview to prove I can get the job. But now that you've offered it.
2: No, you see, it's a long discussion because you're also having a very honest conversation. Yeah. And um, as you reflect and, you know, discuss mm-hmm. what the job takes and what it will need. And yes, you're very clear you could do it. But then you also ask yourself, do you want to make the same mistake? Well, I could call it a mistake. Do you want to leave something that seems to be working? You've Mm. just started. It seems to have potential. Just so that you can see you have a job. Mm. You've been there. And the beauty is that from the time I got my first job, back then in uh, 98 98 or ninety seven to now, I've done the whole thing. I've been corporate ladder, traveled, done things, you know, presented to boards. So, there's not going to be anything new. And Mm. that's why this job was going to be easy because I was being asked to do what I've been doing. But then, isn't this the time to apply all that learning and all those networks and all that training to your own thing? So, I realized, no, um, I think this is it. I better uh, better look after... So,
0: in in a sense, that was a decision-making point. Yes, it is. And uh, it's also
2: probably... Rubs off that little Mm. thing in your mind which you still have of thinking a job, doubt, yeah, a doubt, and thinking, you know, maybe I need a job. And of course, Mm. I remember having been incorporated all that security and uh, predictability. If it presents itself again, you're thinking, "Mm."
0: I've thought about it, yeah, a few times. Yeah, Yeah. I I need if you're hiring, (laughs) if you're looking for a communications director, (laughs) uh, I might be really. Yeah. I've thought about it because yeah. I, I miss that, you know.
2: Well, certainty. I think the second time that has happened is now this COVID season.
0: <laughs> that's true. I and mean, in fact, I, I think that's why this is such a pertinent conversation. Yeah. Because, and, and why I wanted to have this conversation with you, one of the reasons is a lot of people are going through changes in their jobs, in their careers, that are probably in some way or another as a result of COVID. And that has changed the dynamic of their enterprise, industry. I mean, hospitality. Look mm-hmm. at what happened to hospitality, mm-hmm. or people like in events, or you know. And and there are industries that have depended on these things, you yeah. know. And the people who, the, I mean, if you think about how much hotels employ people, how many people employed by hotels, or uh, people who are in events or entertainment, uh, you know that that have the dynamics have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you told me about how your job, losing a job, became the blessing, it made me think about having this conversation. And, and, and one of the questions I want to ask you um, is, if you were to talk to someone who is going through changes now, who is going through unwanted, unwarranted, uninvited uh, curveballs that have been thrown to them career-wise, what should you talk about? Based on your experience.
2: Yeah, I think it's important to disconnect quickly from what it was and the possibilities. Mm. Because that makes you sad and oppresses you. Mm. I mean, like in my case, I mean, just thinking, could these guys, I mean, they promoted me to... Fire me. To fire me. Yeah. And, and you feel bitter. And you, at one point, I was thinking of talking to the board to take me back
1: to Russia. Mm.
2: And I even had that conversation. And uh, I remember one the board chairman tells me, you know, that's not quite possible. Because eh? <laughs> of course, you know how corporates work. It's yeah. like you move. Someone else comes someone, in, yeah. yeah. So reversing is not just yeah. as easy as you going back. Yeah. Uh, but you see now that if you focus on that, it depresses you. Mm. The moment I... Uh, check the future like what mm. could I do and it even began being exciting because now you remember I remembered the success we had with these guys selling land and mm. I thought I mean I have the skills and what it takes I have what it takes now I'm even better because I've met more people I've been, been to more trainings and you know now I'm a better person mm. and all the training and experience I've had
0: the period while you've been employed the things that have been inputted
2: in you yes yeah how can I use that to make something for myself? And now that, in fact, now changed it. Changed it from now this... In fact, now I wanted to leave now. I wanted to leave quickly. The wow. issue was how? Because why I was telling you, it was like a chess game. Mm. You were thinking, okay, if if I resign, then that's it.
0: Mm. If they... I don't get some of my dues. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, if yeah. they
2: ask me to leave, then it's a different conversation. Yeah. So that's it. But I, uh, of course, wanted... Now I was, like, I was excited, like... That would be more exciting than this politics, mm. and I've got what it takes. And now you begin to look inside and think, what can I do? And yeah, I realize, yeah, you've you've got what it takes. So it's more exciting. And eventually, when you leave, whether it's a retrenchment or a, you know you're fired or the job just dies, you're ready. You're like, um, and that helps you to think uh, mm. without regretting, without looking back, without. Thinking, oh, you know, they played me, or yeah, you move. I mean, in my case, for example, uh, at one point, I, when they did the calculation of what they needed to pay me, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't agree with it, and I pushed in a little, I pushed back a little. It started becoming difficult, and I thought, you know, this is also going to slow me down. Yeah, you know, start going to go court and all that. Mm. Forget, for, you know, move on, move on, and mm. do, it's precious time that you're going to be wasting. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, yeah, I would, I would encourage people to think, what else can I do, and uh, whatever, however little, take it and grow it. And in business, I've realized that, whatever you apply yourself to do, and if you do it with all your might, and you know, you without looking back and second guessing and doubting, it it works. I mean, some of the biggest companies that you you know, when you go down to exactly what do they do, I find it's a very basic thing you know, probably just a delivery Somebody, Yeah, mm. just get this from point A to point B. DHL. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they do. But mm. it's, it's a big company, but, you know, somebody has said, I'm going to focus on this, I'm going to make it work, I'm going to remove the pain from this process, so I'm going to provide a service, I'm going to provide something that people want to pay for. And, yeah, I mean, for example, like for us, one of our biggest uh, selling point is word of mouth. Mm. Um, if we have taken you through the uh, land-buying process, seamless, you've gotten your title, you've, whenever you've had issues with the government, we've updated you, we've, and eventually you've delivered, you have no problem, you know, referring your friends and relatives. Mm. If you brought some piece of land that you want to flood, and we've helped you and you've gotten your money, you didn't get conned, you didn't lose, mm. and the process was transparent, you you don't hesitate to to either come back to us or refer people to us. And so you end up, we end up having work. And in every field, it's like that. When you deliver, I mean, why do you go back to the, your favorite joint for your coffee? Oh, Those they're,
0: they are consistent, yeah. they're consistent. They're yeah.
2: consistent. They deliver every time. Mm. So you're not worried, uh, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. My favorite joint for my coffee is my kitchen. They're consistent. <laughs> I'm joking. Um... Uh, you know, I want to ask you yeah. a question, Kamata. Yeah. Are you happy doing what you do? Uh, I love it.
2: Well, in fact, I thought I was happy, but now it has been confirmed by guys like you and other people that we've gone, uh, gone with, and mm. you know, because what I do in a typical, you know, when somebody says they want to come and see what I am uh, going, if you are not organizing mm. a formal Trip. bus bus yeah. tour, mm. it's just you riding with me, you want to see. Our land in Naivasha or you want to see our land in Jujia, or mm, mm. Sinya or in Narok. I just do what I do. Mm. And more than once I've received a comment like,
1: you
0: really like your job, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're so infectious. Uh, and, and I've told you guys, I, I took trips with these guys. We did Juja, we did Narok, we did Naivasha. And there were such insightful trips. This is why I invited him here, not just because I'm pushing his land and I am shamelessly pushing his land, but because you're such a good storyteller, and I mean, look at we've we've listened to you, and you've told too many stories in in this conversation. Uh, but what did you say is the most fulfilling part of your job? Uh, is it more time with your family? Is it doing what you love? Is it um, you know what transforming people's lives? Is it seeing land you know just develop, which is I, I know people who are like that who they get a high from watching. A piece of land that was a virgin piece of land, you know, become something. What what's your what's your drug? Which which one of those or which, which one of those gives you your satisfaction? Well, all
2: those things are important, but to be honest, that whole process of transformation. In fact, that's why our tagline is uh, transforming land, mm. uh, creating possibilities. It's it's very deliberate because mm. I mean, look at let me see start with the places that we saw land, there are guys who are living there. And that dream that we had mm. of transforming a savanna place into uh, leafy, you know, mm. we did uh, the fence, we did uh, live fence, we did a road, we helped those guys set up and now they are living there and it's a beautiful place. I mean, if I show you the picture of before and after, mm. that gives me a kick. Right now we're working on Juja Phase 3, for example. Mm. Mm. If, I mean, that place was horrid. The first, first of all, the first... You turned say it
0: was worse than what I saw.
2: Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, so horrible that, I mean, the phase two, which is next to phase uh, three, you couldn't get in. You couldn't... Wow. There was no access. Uh, you, you No got, access road. No access road. Wow. You go to this point and there's a cliff and there's no way and you're being shown, <laughs> so we created that access road, mm. put in a fence and now you can drive in and out and... Uh, as we did that to access our land, we now opened the area for the neighbors. Mm. The people have also started developing their own land. So, I mean, it is only two years. You mm. see, so if you look at the transformation. Yeah, I mean the
0: area has grown.
2: The area has grown. Now it's a possibility for to live. Mm. I mean, there are people there who had that land and they need to know what to do with it. Mm. Not only the ones we've sold to, but I even our know neighbors. Before, yeah. Now they're like, Allah come with this place and now it's the most beautiful place. It was in a valley, and guys were thinking, uko uko. Yeah. but now, in fact, people want that place.
0: That's, that's the valley they want.
2: That's a, yeah, because it drains well mm. and has a fantastic view. your
0: face fall? Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Let me just say it <laughs> in advance. That
1: caslope, yeah, yes, yes. has a, such a
0: good view. Yeah,
2: yeah. And that was, um, for, for, so for me, that gives me a kick because now, the place that was in hand, nobody wanted it. Mm because it looks funny. Mm. You come and make it habitable. You help people also bring utilities. Now there's water. and power. Power is there. All of a sudden, um, the place that was like, now what we're doing with this place, Mm. it's livable. And on top of that, of course, now the value.
0: Mm. It increases by It increases. I mean, um, Mm.
2: even someone who thinks, "Okay, maybe they may not want to live there, while they were being to buy the place for mm. 300k. <laughs> now it's going for 750 and yeah, guys can't dub, get enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me yeah. tell you, and, yeah. and maybe this will be my plug-in for, for Judah, mm. For you. Um, my folks, and I told you this story, mm. my my old man, a man I really respect, he bought a couple of pieces of land in Roiro for 350. I think one was 350, the other was 375. At the time, that place was completely uh, bush. Yeah. And it was maybe six, seven rows from Thicker Road. And there used to be rumors of a bypass one day. The Eastern Bypass. Yes. It was a rumor.
2: Yeah. But they
0: couldn't even sell the value of that barabara because, like you said,
2: nobody had seen.
0: A, mm, b- b- previously, you know, you'd hear of a road that will never be, will never get off the ground.: Yeah So um, anyway, he bought these two pieces of land, and this was maybe Wow. Oh, um, 10, 14 years ago or something. And He 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 held, he didn't even have the money to build a digs. Yeah. I mean, that guy started building a digs maybe 10 years later, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he only used one eighth, so he bought two eighths and he bought only one 50 by 100 to 50 on eighth. Anyway, see, thicker road was expanded. Wow, within that time, yes, Tika road was expanded, yeah, and within that time. There, the bypass the eastern bypass was built
2: yeah
0: and so even by the time he's breaking ground to now build the digs that's now home uh, shags now for my shags for my kids mm. the value of that land had gone up almost ten times yeah
1: yeah
0: okay but now it's 20 times yes, you know, and it's such a short time because of the memory of it. If, if I was clever, <laughs> I would have put down some money and bought a can eighth there. Yeah. I'd probably I'd be, you know, if I flooded it today, yeah. I wouldn't be having some of the problems. <laughs> I mean, I would have offered you something better to drink than <laughs> <laughs> this colored water. This colored water. Yeah. But I mean, you and I think when I saw Juja, and this is why I said this is gonna be a plug-in for you.
2: Yeah.
0: And I remember telling you this. Because it's virgin.
2: Yeah.
0: It looks far inside. Yeah. But if you know how the country is developing, and now there's that what bypass is that? Oh,
2: the Greater Eastern Bypass. The Greater Eastern Bypass. Eh? Yeah.
0: Which is very close, like two kilometers. Yeah, yes, from two that, kilometers from where from we are from that piece of. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. I was like, my goodness. Oh, yeah. This place in five years.
2: It's gonna change. I mean, you saw the developments that have come up yeah you know yeah. precious blood
0: I mean even the road that, even that road that were being done was yeah. was being done as yeah. well yeah. yeah so guys listen uh, this guy yeah yes 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 he he's an advertiser on the podcast just like many others of you and it's true <laughs> uh, there is some value derived from this advert hmm. but also I will tell you the truth juja you want to get in now and those are going for six hundred k.
2: Yeah, that's uh, phase three. Of course, as we go on to the other phases, the, the price the price will as go up. As, so as, phase, as phase three, six hundred k.
0: Newlands is N U L A N D S. Dot C O. Dot K E. And I told you guys, if you ask for the living truthfully payment plan, uh, he's here to say that there is a payment plan that's specifically for 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 guys here. Yes. All right. Yeah. Kamata. And. You know, trust is an important um, element of the business that you're in. Have you broken your trust? Have you, are, there, are there times guys have said, eh, this guy?
2: Well, in land, there, is, there are those moments. And actually, for us, we try to keep our word. We do keep our word. Mm. But remember we work with stakeholders and the biggest stakeholders in this business is the government.
0: Do you okay? Who owe me money but yeah. I need to make a call after this? <laughs> huh?
2: That's normally our stress point in the sense that um, you will give us your money. Mm. We will, for example, with the juja, the price includes processing of your title. Yeah. So we'll take your details, we'll process everything you've paid us and we'll submit uh, the papers for the title to be processed but beyond our control the minister of uh, land declares uh, registries closed or board land boards dissolved mm. like that happened mm. to us in 2017 or 2018 i can't remember mm. land boards are, are dissolved you've got uh, you know mm. transactions going on the people you need to process titles for and you're stuck so yeah in that sense there are those stress points but what we try and do is um, communicate to, to our clients, tell them this is what has happened, this is what it means, that, yes, when you engage with us, we told you it normally takes two to three week, months to get your title. Mm. But we're sorry to tell you that this time it might not because the land boards have been uh, dissolved and we don't know when they're going to open them. Mm. Similarly, I mean, uh, during this COVID period, you find, like, for example, in Nairobi, the uh, land registry was closed, mm. <laughs> so you have a transaction. Yes, you're told somebody when you pay, it normally takes X number of weeks, mm. but then now it doesn't. Mm. So yeah, the, in that sense, that's normally our what's area. Yeah, yeah, but how we manage that is by letting the people know what's happening. I mean, we had, for example, for a long one, the the, the longest one that has happened is in Narok. Yeah. The time Narok titles were processed within the month because land boards sit every month. Mm-hmm. But from the time they dissolved the land boards, they took very long to reconstitute. And then 2017 elections came in, that whole process was uh, interrupted. So it took like almost two years without mm-hmm. a land board. So imagine two years, you're waiting for your title, and you had been told it takes about three months, <laughs> and you've paid. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so we do have uh, Sanchez instead. But fortunately, like we said first, uh, a lot of our clients are clients who have worked with us before or they've been referred. So they've been patient, uh, you know, and they're able to tell you've delivered before. And that information that we give is also out in the public domain. So even if they did a check, they said, oh, yeah, it's true, this This is what's what's going on.
0: Dude, I could talk. I could talk to you for a very long time because I, I like how you tell stories. But more importantly, uh, watching you and you know, watching you as a father to your son, to your daughters, um, and just the kind of man that I've, I've known you to be in the in the short period, two years that we've gotten to know each other, like I have a lot of respect for you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Believe okay. it or not, guys, I am soon to be landowner, owner, <laughs> courtesy of Newlands, and I'm very excited about that. So tell me, how do people reach you? What's a telephone number that we that, that we use? Uh, uh, yeah, our
2: website is there. I mean, you can also get us on the zero seven two seven four eight eight seven eight eight.
0: Say that again. Uh, 0727.
2: 0727.
0: 488788. 488788. Yes. Also on Facebook, your newlands. Yes. Yes. Uh, N-U-L-A-N-D-S on yes. Facebook. Yes. Guys, listen, jump into Juja. There is opportunity in Naivasha and in Narok, but you got to jump into Juja. Uh, listen, Juja, it's three kilometers past Juja Farm, one kilometers from the road at Mumba. It's two kilometers from the proposed Greater Eastern Bypass, which I'm telling you guys, that thing is already being done. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's a a game changer. It's an eighth-acre plot with ready titles. It has access roads all the way to the property. There's water and electricity within, and the roads within are also graded. It is fenced, so you're actually buying some form of gated community. And I trust this man with my life. He's a good man, and this is a shameless plug because, you know, I'm trying to get the best price for my piece of land as well. <laughs> Kamata, thank you for coming, bro. Thank you, thank and you, sir. And I wish you all the best. And thank you for sharing your your entrepreneurship journey with us. And I, I really hope you guys get encouraged to do that thing that either you tried to do that didn't work at first, or to look at what you have within you, and start something. This, you, you never know, that curveball that has been thrown to you during COVID could be the blessing that sets you up for the rest of your life. All right. And with that, God bless you. See you next week. This is Living Truthfully.